0: This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational, and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam!
1: Hello! And welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And today we're going to go off on a slightly different tangent and talk, and talk about, about <laughs> and talk about property. That is actually <laughs> quite different. That is quite different. But not just property, property and bitcoin or cryptocurrency, rather, not just bitcoins. Mm. Every time I think of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin is the first thing that comes into my head. It's like the fourth founding
2: father of, of crypto. It, 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 is, yeah. it is like the gold standard of crypto.
1: Yeah. So yes. Yeah. So crypto and property is it possible to buy property using cryptocurrency
0: i know the answer i know the answer i know the
1: answer
2: matt what do you think <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, depends, it, it, it depends is the answer to that one apparently she knows the answer
0: i really don't okay so i'm just gonna put it out there to the listeners I don't do crypto um i don't i just don't i never i've never got into it i probably will at some point everyone keeps saying no you gotta get into it now now otherwise it's lost forever <laughs> it's like, i just haven't but um yeah so uh my the first time i ever joined the dots between property and cryptocurrency other than them both being investment strategies was when I was dating a guy and he had uh, built up a huge amount of money through investing in Bitcoin. So he had loads of Bitcoin. I think it was near on half a million and he was looking to invest it in property and I was like well babe you know you can't actually transact in the UK using Bitcoin darling you know and he was all like oh but there's this platform and what he showed me was a platform where vendors actually wanted to transact in Bitcoin but what was weird about this was there was hardly any properties on that platform as you can imagine and that they were dotted all over the world you know from South America through to America and like it was just all over the place it all just seemed a little bit random and you know, to go view it and park your money, you'd actually have to have a holiday, maybe no such bad thing. But what it did for me was maybe realise, ah, oh, OK, this could be the way that the world moves when it comes to transacting, that this will be a currency and the acquisition of property could happen. But then that led on to another discussion around the safety and the UK well, laws, national laws around money laundering and how you would preserve that as we go into a much more digital and global um economy so yeah matt you were talking about how blockchain actually mitigates those problems um, i don't know enough about blockchain to be fair
2: yeah so yeah the, the answer I suppose to the question of can you buy a property in the uk using crypto right now is most likely no yeah because of anti-money laundering and yeah, Have we googled we, it that, uh, no, no I'll, I'll do that in a minute, I, but I've hmm. kind of given given my two cents for now. Um, and then Niall can uh, chime in and give give us his opinion about everything crypto. He's a bit of a genius in this, aren't you? I know everything there is to know about Bitcoin. Such a genius.
0: Yeah. So clever, so clever. So, uh,
2: <laughs> um, well, yeah, for, for the reference, I have dabbled in crypto and okay. um, I, I, I'm very, very good at buying at the top. And so I know the emotional roller coaster of uh, going down. <laughs> okay <laughs> yes
1: see this is why i didn't jump in when you told me too much because i was aware of this happening and i didn't want to you know lose my money so quickly and this, um,
0: this is why you're so wise <laughs> yeah,
1: it was complete strategy strategic approach that i have yeah.
2: Yes. yes yeah but it's fine because long term long term trend is up um a bit like property really long term trend is up um and so, stock chairs long term yeah. trend is up um and so obviously until other things can can um yeah. Anyway, that's that aside. Um, the so I have doubled, and uh, yes. Now where we are right now is is um, where things are quite low, and uh, things will go back up again. They will. They will. They will. Yes. Anyway, so can you buy a house using crypto? Um, the I, I I'm going to Google this in a minute, but I think there are a couple of lenders which will allow you to to um, get your deposit from cashing in crypto. I don't think you can buy it in Bitcoin um but um you could probably but, but the issues that anti money laundering that you're talking about joe so uh the banks don't like it because it's they say that they can't trust where the money's coming from however the blockchain is public knowledge it's open source so if you know who the owner of these wallets are which is the key thing and i think that's the thing which is going to change quite rapidly we're going to see. Uh, actually, we've seen Coinbase. It's one of the exchanges. There, they've shared all their data with HMRC, for example. Um, so there's a lot. There's it, it's it's happening. Whereby the exchanges will be regulated, which means that um, um, the government will know everything you do on the exchange, and you'll have to have verify. You have to do a lot of verification already now with your wallet. So they know what your wallet is. And, and uh so, so it'll be trackable. So if you're saying that you borrowed this money from your or had this money come from your your parents, and your parents have sent it from their e wallet to your e wallet, then it'll be quite obvious that that is the source of funds, and, and they might want to know where their money came from. But their money may have just been held in Bitcoin for the last ten years, uh, or last five years, and it'll be very obvious to see that their wealth came from the growth of the assets. So. That way they can move the money across and you can use it as a deposit. So in very simple terms, I think it's it makes anti-money laundering easier um, because if you can't trace it on the on the blockchain, then it's probably a bit dodgy. If you can if trace you, it, it's probably not dodgy.
1: If you, I, I don't know an awful lot about cryptocurrency, so this might be a very silly question, but can you not transfer your Bitcoins into actual money?
0: You can, can't you? You can. Yeah, that's what I'm so talking if about, you
1: did, so so, yeah. so the so the anti-money laundering checks that a solicitor is going to do, they're not going to go back for years and years and years on your bank account. They're going to go back and check maybe three, four months worth or whatever of bank statements to, to determine where that money's come from, right? So if you have it in your bank account for seven months, a year, whatever it might be, before you buy the property, would that not fly?
2: I think that that would still fly. It's the same way if you were if you borrowed money from your- an angel. From an angel or something like that, and it was sitting in your account, and it's how far back the bank will actually check, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I suppose in a similar way, if you took it out of the crypto and held it there for six months, and the banks and you just told the bank it was your savings, even if it was your savings that come from crypto, I don't think they would check. so in 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 real terms, your that that would still hold true. However, if you actually wanted to take the money out of Bitcoin or crypto, today and buy a house in a week's time they are going to track where it goes um so in real and when when the government get to grips with this and banks get to grips with it i think they're going to be all over it and they'll, they'll there will be software <coughs> which will literally trace your trace your transactions and they'll, they'll be able to determine the source of the funds so actually it might make anti-money laundering so to say money laundering harder that's exactly it yeah For those people who want to do business um uh, you know above board so mm. so um it would be easier to trace tra- trace the money um and which might make some certain checks certain things like um what you talked about now even harder so they might say well we can use the blockchain to work out where that money came from so yeah, we're going yeah. to do that and we're going to go back as far as as far as the money and we can see that yes you made that from profit from your business and that that's fine or you met you you that person your parents borrowed it from a friend of the friend, friend of a friend of a friend um and then it came through that person's wallet so it's i guess as, very, as very more fun. and
1: more people invest in it and bitcoin and keep saying bitcoin as cryptocurrency just becomes much more of a thing mm. then they'll have to change how things are working because that's it's going to be the new currency right
0: it's starting to look that way and i, I think this is the thing like you can already transact in bitcoin And and you can you can already do that without having to redeem it, like without actually having to kind of like, you know, cash it, as it were. So you can already do that. And so I think, like you're saying, as long as you can sort of get enough of a digital footprint to ensure that that's not going to be breaching money laundering rules, Mm. then that will be the way. Because there's two things here. We're saying, like, can you actually transact with crypto, Versus can you redeem it and then transact almost. Mm -hmm. So those are those two separate things. And ultimately, you could probably just cut out that whole middle person process and go straight to the transacting in the coins. The problem is, or not the problem, the options are, is that there are so many different coins and, and new ones coming on every single day. So yeah it's about I guess managing managing that as a transaction method it's going to be really interesting so yeah but this yeah. is to happen isn't it that that's what we're saying is it it's going to happen because we're starting yes. to the beginnings
1: of it yeah yeah it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when exactly
2: and it's, it's how the government um what they do to try and track it and um, at the moment you know. You try, you know chatting to people who are a lot more in the know about this stuff than me, uh, you know, they say that cryptocurrency or Bitcoin is probably going to be like the gold, the global gold standard by about 2050. But there's probably going to be some iterations of, um, you know, um, other standards in the ways that the local government's try and create. So, you know, the Bank of England have already got their uh, cryptocurrency ag- agreed that they'll be starting to roll it out in the next few years. Um, and, you know, the, the kind of the murmurings are that that will be a bit like a social credit system whereby um, you can get say, get your your benefits paid into your new e-wallet and you can spend it only at these shops. And if you don't spend it by this date, they'll expire. Um, so you can set that type of thing with digital currencies, but you can't with, you know, pound notes. Um, so there'll be um, that, that type of approach, which um, will last a period of time um, until but because people will still transact using other currencies um so uh, i think what will happen is that they'll probably say well you can transact on property but only using um bitcoin for example they say you need to try whatever coins you've got you have to transfer them into bitcoin and then you can do a transaction and then you can go back out again it's like saying like we can only transact properties in the uk in british pounds Uh, but it means that if for example the states and the uk all use bitcoin as their as their as their currency or their standard currency
0: then it opens uh, up the world
2: it yeah. opens up the world so the transaction yeah. doesn't there's no um, barrier yeah. i think that that is the 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 long-term effect mm-hmm. of this is that we're going to see there's going to be no no national currencies i think yeah. there'll be a more global currency um, and not not every country, of course, because you've got the, the the weird ones like Russia now and, and China and North Korea, the ones that probably won't subscribe to that. Or it'll be a sub currency and you will be able to transact, but um, they'll have their own.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, or, or it might even be that each cu- each government has their own um, currency and then they have a sub currency. For example, like but it's, um, it's, it's, it's like not that Yeah.
0: Like
1: Cuba. It's not that dissimilar to to the euro currency that they tried to bring that they brought in what in two thousand when was it yeah about yeah, twenty
0: odd years ago yeah, yeah. two thousand one yeah
2: yeah yeah that's true actually that they unified um, the European Union using a currency
1: yeah
2: so um, you know once once we've got to the end of World War three then uh, we can <laughs> unify the uh, well the World War started back in twenty twenty didn't it with the pandemic so this is just mm-hmm. an extension of that. Um, so uh then yeah we've got this uh you know the kind of out of the back of it might be that the the unification of of currency um and a slight change in the global financial system
0: so yeah it will be bitcoin but it will be every country's version of bitcoin basically or whatever like yeah it will be yeah so yeah it's, it's definitely going that way i mean you can you can feel it and see it and yeah that's it's it's really interesting but it's yeah, because with Bitcoin, my understanding, and again, you know, I'm very aware that we are three non-experts talking to this, but that's the human yeah. side of this podcast. That's the whole point, is that we're just trying to figure stuff out in and around our industry. And so where we are in the world is that, you know, not everyone's an expert, but it's becoming increasingly mainstream because, you know, it's, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. But Bitcoin is finite. You know, there's a limit. So it's it's trying to get my head around that as well that there is it's capped it can only go to a certain point you can only buy up to a certain amount so now's the time is
2: what I keep getting told repeatedly over to, over time yes but there's still a good um good few decades before it, the, the, the yeah of mining but I think I'm trying to remember the yeah we, but maybe we should we need to get a crypto expert on so we can talk about this in a bit more detail yeah. um, around property. Can we not so, get the guy that I dated, though? It would be a bit awkward
0: to reach out to him and ask him
2: to come let's, on. Say, let's not yeah. get him, no. Right. If, anyone, if anyone is listening to this... Um, that hasn't dated Joe. That <laughs> hasn't dated Joe. So of, of our listeners, the two that are remaining...
0: Um, <laughs> um, hi, hi. All my exes out there, hello. <laughs> I'm not painting with very good light here, but there we go.
2: Yeah, please do get in touch um, if you'd like to come and speak on Property Jam about your experiences with, with uh, crypto um, and it's how been you. Mind-boggling,
1: isn't it? Yeah,
2: it is. It's becoming less mind-boggling for me because I've been around around it a little bit more now. I think it's just like with anything. Um, it it's it seems mind-boggling until you get to know it a mm. bit more. Um, like, and I think it's like the beginning of the. Uh, like the beginning of the internet and the .dot com bubble, mm. there were all these little companies coming around, and you know, people, everyone was like, "Yeah, you got to you know, invest in .dot com," so loads of investment to .dot com, and then the bubble burst, and out of the out of that came some big hitters and big players which survived and now pretty much run the planet, like your Microsoft and your Amazons and yeah, all these, all those other c- companies. So. In reality, that's what's happening with Bitcoin. And we're still in that bubble phase. There's loads of money to be made in cryptocurrency. And the big ones will be the ones that survive when kind of, as it gets more regulated. Um, and there'll be ones that just that, just, that just kind of give up um, or ones that are taking advantage of it. So, and those are the ones that, there are some that have the, uh, the opportunity, but as I say, there's so many ways that they can be used. For example, you, you can earn them in a game. And then you can see so you have that that currency, which uh, you can earn in a game and then it has a value against Bitcoin. So you can turn it into Bitcoin and Bitcoin has a value against pounds. So you can convert it into pounds. So in real terms, you can earn money from playing a game mm-hmm. um, and etc. So it's so then can you Well, here, here's another thought. Can you sit and play video games all day and then buy a house? The answer is yes.
0: In theory, yeah.
2: In theory. Yes, I don't know how long it would take you. You'd be probably quite good, and I don't know what the exchange rates are between gaming tokens and, and 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 you can't. You would definitely won't be able to exchange a gaming token for pounds, but you can go via a larger currency to get there.
0: But it's, it's, it goes back to the principle of like people say, well, oh, you, you can never make money through like, you know, gaming and computer games. Well, actually, the gamers have now proved that that's just not the case. Actually, you can make, you know, from designing games to actually playing games and competitions to kind of like it's the whole world is now digital. Right. So so yeah. cu- currency and money, which is already digital, as we know. But the evolution of that, this is the next stage of it. And yeah, can you then link the two that you can actually make a lucrative, you know, um, income that would like buy you a house? Yeah. Using using crypto. Yep, It's going to happen. How, how, how,
2: how we, you're talking about physical houses. Now let's talk about virtual houses. Digital
0: houses. Yeah.
2: Digital houses, because there's already um, a, yeah, a couple of different worlds where you can buy digital land.
0: What? Uh, yeah, I've heard about this.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the. Um, um, is this is a bit like
0: carbon footprint. Like it's not something tangible, but nonetheless, it's a commodity.
2: It's good, and it has a value. And yeah, uh, yeah th- th- there are plots of land that are selling for sorry, plots of land. Which That's thing. because they, they're actually
1: not plots of land at all. They're just they're not.
2: Digital. digital, <laughs> digital so the people buying them are, are probably buying them with Bitcoin and therefore spending hundreds of thousands of pounds on this digital land because they've made lots of Bitcoin over the last five or seven years. And therefore, it, yeah, they just... Decentraland, that's what I was thinking of. Decentraland, that's the, the, the one where you can go and buy a plot of land and someone's why? design the entire world.
1: Why? Why, why? why would you do this?
2: Because it's an asset, and people in the future are literally going to be living in these... Have you seen Go Re- uh, Ready Player One? Mm -mm. no go watch ready player one and that is essentially where the where we're heading with um virtual reality is that on netflix uh something like that
0: or prime yeah
2: so people are going to be spending their time with a virtual headset on and the people that can't afford to have stuff in the real life will probably will have assets in the virtual life and 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 people that make loads of money in the virtual world will then probably translate that into assets in the real world Um, but an asset is uh, um something which can be traded
0: it's a commodity that you can it's a trade. It yeah. has a
2: value and it's that perceived value. So artwork, do you mm. understand buying artwork for millions of pounds, a piece of paper? Mm. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Principle. No different.
0: Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, this th- th- and actually digital artwork is becoming a real thing, isn't it? Like people are already investing in, in, in digital artwork. It's become a real movement across the um the online world. Yeah,
2: NFT. Yeah. Mm. non fungible token. Yeah. Is that what
1: that is? Because every time I open social media now that's all i'm saying nft nft uh, this nft that i, I i'm amazing. not
2: I'm not sold on on that there are people literally kids drawing pictures of cats and selling them for like 30 dollars and because it's a unique picture of a cat then um, but then there's like um what <laughs> to do with the rarity of them as well because yes. they're, they're like apes um, and if it's got uh, an earring it's worth more than one that doesn't have an earring because there's fewer of them um, it's like doing limited edition prints of artwork, which is signed by the artist, and also the NFTs don't actually own them. They're, um you you have the, the the license to it, and it's still and it's owned and and it's it's stored on the server. Hmm. If the server goes down, you lose it.
0: Hmm. And this is all part of like you know capital consumerism you know and sort of like data capitalism and all of this like it's just such a massive it's such a we've kind of landed in it and it's happening and it's just you know i think ownership is a massive thing it, it, it's just it's so different it just was so
1: freaking different and unknown i, I think that's it yeah it's, it's unknown it's mind-boggling it's just like i i, I can't get my head around it
0: but think about it. It's no different. It is absolutely no different to something that we can tangibly, you know, hang on a wall. It's just that's, that. It's, but it, that, is
1: the di- that is the difference for me. And that's where I'm struggling is because right. it's not tangible. Yeah. It's not real. It doesn't exist. I can I can take my painting off the wall and I've got a painting in my hand.
0: But no, stocks I, and shares. Stocks and shares aren't real.
2: Yeah. And so money, that, money is not real. So no. um, you have a card. Which which when you go to someone and you say, I would like to buy a bottle, a bottle of water, please, and you present your card, the numbers on your screen go down, and the numbers on their screen goes up. Huh. Therefore, therefore, but you've you've now got this. So, so for example, you could say, I would like to exchange my plot of land in this particular universe and I would like to buy a bottle of water. So you could say to someone who has, that, who has that perceived perception that that digital virtual house is worth the equivalent of one bottle of water. And you say, here you go, here's my card. You now own my house in this universe. Thank you very much, I'll take that bottle of water. It's exactly the same principle.
0: Demand and supply as well, which you know is is the whole market perceived market value thing. It all plays out. It's exactly the same. It's just mad, isn't it? It
1: is crazy.
0: And it's like, are uh, tangibly our currencies paper, but you know, it may as well be like you know, Monopoly. But game pieces you know for all that it's just irrelevant what it is it's just that that's tangibly how we transact but this is taking the intangible and make, uh taking the tangible and making it intangible and that's why it feels so weird because you can't hang that piece of art that you've bought on your wall it's on your digital wall in a cyberspace somewhere with the you know with no <laughs> actual ownership
2: but also that there's there's ways that you like the thinking about property investing and you know why it might be good ideas because there's loads of people out there with a huge amount of money in crypto wealth. Mm. Yeah, And um, they probably don't have a necessarily have a clue how to do investing in the real world. Yeah. So Mm. there's that um, transition from the, the the virtual digital currencies into tangible assets because people still, yeah, because we still live in a tangible world, as you say. So what it is, it's the, it's the, it's the change between them. So basically what we're saying is that there, there are now real assets and there are virtual assets. And um, when you and what they're starting to do now, I, I, don't, I can't think of an example right now, but when you buy a, a, a virtual asset, it can you, give you benefits in the real world as well. So the two are going, going to intermix. So, so, for example, you could buy a house in the, I'm just trying to think of a good way of saying that good example, but you might buy a piece of art. And that gives you exclusive membership to a club in London where people, people who only have these particular, you know, this particular assets could then hang out. So it's potentially a networking opportunity for people that can afford that amount of artwork or there's, so it mixes the two up a bit more.
0: Hmm. But also I was just thinking like, okay, if, if the value of virtual assets, what if it's sort of squays the other way, like, at the moment, we all have this aspiration, you know, that we own our own, that we're homeowners. That's the, that's the UK sort of aspirational life model. Yeah. Is that going to shift? Is the tangible tangible going to become less valuable than the virtual? And so that, you know, our accommodation, our property market shifts. In, in response to that, because actually owning virtual land has more value or virtual assets has more value. So therefore, that need to own in the real world suddenly changes. And therefore, I mean, if, if that's true for uh, with rental demand, I mean, fine, if people care more about renting than they do about owning, then fine. I don't know. It's just a question I'd never considered before until you were talking just then. Mm. What would happen?
2: Well, I th- I th- I th- it comes back down to you know, people um and their perception of reality Mm. your perception is your reality Mm. and some people live vicariously through soap operas and have done for years and years and now with the advent of uh, Netflix Amazon Prime Disney Plus all these um big streaming platforms a lot of people are living vicariously through series and and then you've got gamers who are living vicariously through gaming and it's kind of the escape from the real world and you'll have people that prefer living in a virtual world because they have more control over it mm. and than, than their real life um, so uh, and maybe people actually are, are, are quite good at pretending to be someone else and can actually do you m- might be quite productive in a virtual world uh, and might be able to make quite a bit of money in the virtual world which then translates into their their real world getting better. <laughs> yeah if that that makes sense
0: now it does and you know you think if you will think about what covid did i mean covid actually you know it took what was probably an in the room living for so many people and put it in a virtual space and made the same if not more money in for many many individuals and this is very similar to that it's 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 moving you know it's evolving
2: yeah, we we could be um, recording Property Jam in in a virtual room instead of us looking with a camera there and a microphone here. Mm. Um, you still ha- you'd have the you here put, you put your headset on, and oh your VR yeah glasses, and then you would see the yeah, the entire room that that we're all in, and we'd all share that experience of being in that same room, even though we're in different places right now. Um, so it's just an extension of what we're doing and in fact there will be a time where zoom will be like the same way will go the same way as like print media
0: oh like uh, holograms and stuff oh. like you're yeah do you yeah, mean like that so, like a projection of your whole self
2: like a. so uh, i mean that there'll be way so what i'm trying to say is like the way we're communicating now will be seen as so ancient and irrelevant um, like you know and, and it'll die, die the way of the fax machine for example
0: oh the fax yeah
2: machine. So I was just trying to think of a good example so because uh, yeah seeing someone on a screen will, will will be yeah won't be won't be the normal
0: yeah mm. yeah 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 totally yeah that
2: will be within our lifetime as well
0: I think we bring back the fax machine I, I mean it was, what a place in the world that had what a that lovely noise that it used to make <laughs> And the modem sound? Are oh, the modem sound? I used to like. love
2: the fax machine. It's like, yep. So, and what was it? What job did I have? Where we had we? Yeah, one of the jobs was to make sure that we checked the fax machine for <laughs> incoming. What was it? Was it? I can't remember. I was working at solicitors. I think it was. I was working. It would have
0: been office. solicitors. Classic facts like GPs' offices, accountancy firms. Yeah.
2: I think, I actually, no, no. It was GP. It was a GP office when I was. They still These use fax
1: machines in GPs, you know that. I was going to say, there are some places that still use fax. I don't know where the faxes are coming from to actually <laughs> be sent to.
2: A fax <laughs> and stuff like that
0: it's just like I don't know I think they come from hospitals I think hospitals and GPs have still got this little secret code of like let's fax each other because I just can't let it go because the other day I went I, th- I think I just came up on an episode a few months back I went into the GP went into the reception and the phone they were the, the, they had to knock the phones out because oh wait a fax is coming through I was like you are shitting me you are actually shitting me stop <laughs> it <laughs> Stop it. And they're not exactly like what I would describe as like a behind the times. But They're systemized in every other way. So what, what is this nonsense? Like,
2: but, but interesting enough, the blockchain is the perfect solution for that because um, the reason that you know, you're faxing it, you're going to get your doctor's signature on a prescription, and you fax it through, which is like half the, 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 the image quality as it was when it started. But you have the blockchain. It's verified on day one by the, the doctor putting in the information. And it gets sent through to the to the pharmacist the other end. You don't need to do any further checks because it's been checked along the way. You, literally, that that then authorization is is true, and release the release the hounds and, and the drugs.
0: Release the hounds and the drugs. Oh, that's a great title. Oh, the hounds
1: with there. the drugs.
0: The hounds <laughs> with the drugs. Yeah, because the, the yeah, even though the digital, the actual ordering of it is now digital, the delivery is back to courier pigeon and dogs. Like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, this is this is the well. To be honest, no, it'll be it'll be a um, um, message to the drone center. Drones, drones will then come and deliver it.
0: Oh yeah. God! Can you imagine drone congestion? There's going to be congestion charges for drones in the sky. There's going to be all this shit happening. You've got to pay X amount to fly your drone between certain hours. All that's going to happen, and it's going to, all you're going to be is like walking along, walking along the road, and there'll be just like a swarm of like locusts above your head in the form of drones. What an annoying background noise that's going to be.
1: Well, but I think they'll probably be high do, enough do, that they, yeah. Yeah, the technology will evolve. They're not going to be as whiny as they are right
0: now. I still think they're going to be annoying. I mean, like swatting off drones instead of flies.
2: Like, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. like, you wouldn't want um, like a swarm of helicopters above you all the time, would you? Yeah,
0: exactly. It'd be like but a. But helicopters
2: helicopters can fly high enough that you can't hear them. True. So drones must be able to fly high enough. And then that would like,
1: defeat that would defeat the purpose of they're delivering your tablets. and still need to be low mean, enough they, to they,
2: get they, them to you. Well, <laughs> they go up, then they go across, and they come back down again.
1: But if we're coming from my GP surgery to me, they wouldn't have time to get up and back down again because I'd have missed my house and ended up back in back in with them. <laughs> so you're
0: going to still use dogs and pigeons, like you're cool. I'm, with that to,
1: fine. Sure, I, yeah, I, I'm okay with my pigeons.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's us. Oh, I love all that. I love uh, picturing
1: uh, what it might be like.
0: It's really funny.
2: <laughs> let's. I'm. I'm, I'm going to round this back to property somehow.
0: Oh why
2: <laughs> because oh. they're going to deliver the tablets to your house there you, there you go. go boom, boom. We'll deliver the tablets to your house um now here, here's another thought again um could you oh, I kind of we're going off crypto we're talking like just the, the futuristic property um, oh, can you can you get a computer to build your house in real in the real life in the real world like 3d print in your house 3d print yeah why not Already exists in the states. Yeah. Already, three d D a house in concrete. I don't mm. think it would be a oh, massive. I've seen
0: this. Oh my god! Have you watched it online? How amazing! How like you, you, It's the most. It's 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 just so captivating to watch. Like I've I got. As I, look lots... over at,
1: as I look over at my printer, I think I might need an upgrade.
0: Yes, I don't know if yours will cope with a house yet.
1: Yeah, it might be <laughs> yes. a tiny, but too small. But you're right. Oh, very and... small bricks.
0: Lego, like Lego. This is a Lego house with mini mini. I've been
1: printing for years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a delayed return on cash invested there, babe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I do I've seen this um digital building stuff with concrete. It is it's probably one of the most hypnotic things I've ever watched. It was so enjoyable. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. I've subscribed. I'm sold. They haven't got you builders whinging need- and all this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I think you can get rid of a lot of uh, the the wiring builders from the track. Maybe the building industry is an industry which is going to go the way of mining. Mm. So you don't, So it's going to become more technologically able. So yeah, you know, with all of the prefab stuff, you can prefab stuff in a in a warehouse with machines, and um, you can build the wiring into it. So you don't need yeah. And say so the, you know, the skill is then just plugging things together at the other end. So and maintaining. And, and then, obviously, ongoing maintenance, so um, it becomes, yeah, we need fewer build, I think, yeah, it becomes, maybe it becomes more of a skilled thing, so the unskilled labourer, I don't know, we end up with a lot of unskilled people not being able to do anything. <laughs>
1: So what you're saying... A lot of unemployed people. Oh, yeah. But
0: it's weird actually think of it in those terms because construction, and COVID proved this point, is one of the, it was like the saving trade. It was Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, everyone's always going to need, you know, um, undertakers, um, insurers, um, solicitors, accountants, all of that's so safe. And the trade was included within that because it just had to keep going. Everyone needed their houses built and serviced. So what if you were
2: if you were um taylor wimpy yeah and you've got you know um fields yeah. field to to yeah and you've got a box which is you're building the same thing every time yeah so um you've got a prefab frame yeah. which i would be surprised if they were still building them on site so i don't know how they're building at the moment but it would be so easy for them to do prefab in a factory mega factory and they're literally just um spitting out wooden like cross laminated um timber panels left, right, and centre. They get, get turned up. You've got a crane puts on site. So, so maybe a team of people putting it together. Um, then you've got a machine which can do block work. Literally, pick it. it's like I had, when I was a kid, I had the domino laying machine. Didn't you remember those? No. No, so basically it was a, a, a mechanical machine. Just pressed to go. It's battery powered. And you, you load the dominoes up the top and it spits it out the back. A bit like it's doing a bit of a, a domino shit, um, but it spits it out. And, and then, and, and then um, lays them one in front of the other at the right distance. So there's nothing to stop you from having a bricklaying machine, which literally just, you know, just plunks the bricks down, squirts the exact amount of concrete that you need, and or whatever um, future-proofed material, more we use, material yeah. that we use. And you can have that still brick-built effect um, and, and build up old blocks and, and build it up. So um, you don't have
0: construction workers you have construction machine. machine operatives who who just ensure the machine's doing what it's supposed to be doing in the yeah. same
1: way that they build
2: cars
0: in the same way that you do self service checkout build cars like everything's
2: sort of like down to the yeah I think this the skill is building like like let's like this technology is going to be massive in the states where you've got the, lots of land to build on and in mm. like like the the fields where you, where you've got a, a, a starting point and you dig it out till you've got a starting point and then then it's like um, r- rinse and repeat. Um, in like more urban set- settings, um, I think it's be very hard to use all of that technology. So I think this, the the skill set of construction is going to be doing the more complicated projects where you're going to need more of the people, more bespoke but, stuff. Yeah, more bespoke stuff. But building a house in a field um, is yeah, it potentially could get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to a point where it's actually affordable to do. Uh, yeah.
0: I think initially, though, like anything, like, do you remember when mini-discs were brought onto the market and how, like, it's crazy expensive they were, and now they're, like, the most yeah. redundant piece of, like, audio technology ever, and, like, the prices just went down and down and down. I, the, the same yeah. would happen with this. When it's revolutionary technology, ultimately it will become mainstream and it will just be supply and demand again.
2: Yeah, so it's those, ha- those houses which are... Um, and, and I think if it becomes quite cheap to build a house in that setting, then it comes. It becomes a bit more commoditized. So those, those, the prices of houses in old oh, we already we already see it. So they built so rapidly after the war these paper thin sixties like fifties and sixties houses, which mm, were only yeah. designed to survive about twenty years. They were they weren't designed, Yeah, they weren't designed to, to survive a long period of time. But you take that same approach. Um, but but those houses aren't as valuable because they're not perceived to be as valuable
0: but also they're
2: harder to get finance on if they're like non-standard construction and all of that right. stuff so yeah so you, may, you may well see that you know if we take come in and, we, and we're building um these i suppose prefab houses using machines and they just go up i think the, te- the technology is probably already there to be able to do all of this really i think you're quickly. right um so i'm not entirely sure what the 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 it's probably the planning laws and those are up for change anyway in the next year year or two um which might allow more of this Mm -hmm. um so in fact they've they're creating a design code which means that you could all you need to do is design a prefab house that that follows the design code tick 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 you get planning on it every time Mm -hmm. and then uh literally you just ship it you just build them and and um put it together like Lego. So Niles printer can come in handy again. There you go.
0: <laughs> there you go, babe. Straight back to your resources again. No, but I mean, think to, to go back to your point, though, about about you know why the technology is already there but the technology technology is already there for like so many things but again as soon as you implement something you disrupt an economy of sorts so you know it's like i think about dyson dyson has technology like that is just there's a there's an economic value to rolling it out incrementally right so that's a there's a business plan attached to that but then you go for something broader um so for example electric cars We're there. I mean, the the, technology is there to have fully rolled out electric cars. But of course, that doesn't. What are you going to do with all the other stuff? You know, so it has to be rolled out incrementally. It has to be part of a wider economic picture, a global picture. But also from a business perspective, if you've already if you sell your premium product, you've lost out on years of all of that kind of like product release business. So there's it's yeah, it's there's no value in doing it. So we're going it's all part of a, a business plan. You know, that's what it is. So yeah. yeah, it's got to be done stage by stage, bit by bit. So, but it's going that way, is the message. You know, it's like transacting the world of finance is going to change, the world of construction is going to change, the world of purchasing is going to change, that will have an impact on supply and demand, which was will change the property market. And um, it's it's you can't do all that at once, can you? Can you imagine it would be global nightmare? The chaos,
1: so,
2: yeah. So yeah, essentially done a whole round robin here because um <laughs> we did, yeah we, we thought we were going to do an episode all about crypto yeah. and property and actually what we've done is we've looked at the few, the potential future of the property industry well and, and and business and global stuff over the next kind of 50 to 100 years god we're good um, yeah solved
1: nailed it absolutely yeah, so, nailed.
2: So, so, what are we going to do about it
1: just watch just, just continue doing what we're doing and evolve
2: with it. Evolve with it. But but there's also that disruption. I'm just like, well, we need to go find a company that does prefab houses now and um Oh no, I'm not thinking
0: about anything. My my mind yeah. is yeah. like I need to find playing it. crypto more. I think that's where my head's at. Like I just need to kind of get, get my head around that
2: a bit more because it's just, like just buy just buy a little bit of bitcoin and just get yeah. used to buying it and just hold it for a long time and don't worry whether it goes up or down. That's yeah. Yeah, it's probably if you, what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, just get just get your wallet. Get your MetaMask wallet. There you go, sorted. MetaMask wallet.
0: Well, I was t- I had dinner with Helen Chorley the other night, and she literally just. Um, for those who don't know, Helen Chorley, she's on Property Elevator. She's one of the uh, the, the, the the judges on that, but she's also a, a lovely friend of the podcast and been on one of our episodes. But she's, you know, well-known angel investor. But she's also a former trader. And so I went to dinner with her the other night and literally, I mean, she just pulled out this kind of screen on her phone that had like about 10 different coins doing lots of different things. Bitcoin wasn't doing particularly well at the time, but it was just like you could see how how much she loved the movement of, of the, the currency and, and the money. And I'm all like, holy shit, like my my level of interest is so not yours. <laughs> and I think that's what's always put me off about it is that. You, if, if it requires you being hands on, I'm probably going to not get amongst it. But, like you say, if it's like a stocks and shares tracker fund and it's hands off or someone can trade on my behalf, I've got to get amongst it. So, that's what that's the way I'd play it, I think.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Cool. Anyone <clears throat> else got anything to say?
0: I know I really need a wee. Um, feel like that's a bit of an overshare with the listeners, but hey, hey. Yeah. No.
1: Um, I've, I've got nothing to top you going for a pee,
2: Fred. am afraid. Um, okay. that's... Well, I think I think we should we should stop and allow you to go and relieve yourself. So, thank, you. uh, thank thanks for your all your input. and uh, let's say goodbye. So, goodbye, listeners, from me.
0: It's a futuristic goodbye for me.
2: And it's a very confused goodbye for me. <laughs>